charged correctly, the United States until a few weeks, until very recently, was trying very hard to keep troops in Iraq, trying to get the Iraqi government to agree to keep some U.S. troops in Iraq. So it was the other mission that was accomplished, the one that we didn't want to accomplish. Now, a couple things, there will be still some U.S. kind of military in Iraq, I think five to 10,000. It's just they're going to be private contractors working for the State Department. Which, yeah, sure, the State Department knows how to command troops. And two, or B, the, um, the reason, apparently the, the, the stumbling block for the failure of the Iraqi government, or the refusal of the Iraqi government to agree to the continued presence of U.S. troops, was the United States demand that the U.S. troops not be subject to Iraqi law and justice, that they be immune to be dealt with only by American military justice. So, what's wrong with that? This from McClatchy Newspapers, a U.S. diplomatic cable made public by WikiLeaks, provides evidence that U.S. troops executed at least 10 Iraqi civilians, including a woman in her 70s and a five-month-old infant, then called in an airstrike to destroy the evidence during a controversial 2006 incident in the central Iraqi town of Ishahi. The cable, unclassified, which was posted on WikiLeaks' website in August, contained questions from a UN investigator about the incident, which had angered local Iraqi officials who demanded some kind of action from their government. U.S. officials denied at the time that anything inappropriate had happened. But the UN special rapporteur, pardon moi, on extrajudicial summary or arbitrary executions, said... In a communication to American officials dated 12 days after the incident, that autopsies performed in the city of Tikrit showed that all the dead had been handcuffed and shot in the head. Among the dead, four women and five children. The children were all five years old or younger. As of 2010, the most recent data he had, the U.N. official said U.S. officials hadn't responded to his request for information and that Iraq's government also hadn't been forthcoming. He said the lack of response in the United States was, quote, the case with most of the letters to the U.S. in the 2005-2007 period. He could provide no further information on the incident. So maybe that's what's taking the Iraqis off. Some of that. No, that's a one-off. You know that. The U.S. system of military justice, therefore, is... uh, well, here's how, it, here's how it looks right now. If you happen to be captured somewhere near some place where we think some terrorist might be, maybe photographing an unesthetic object, you'll spend a few years in Guantanamo and maybe then get released when you've had your second or third hearing and they find, why are we holding him? But if, you're, if you've handcuffed and shot in the head some women and children, go on about your business. Maybe one of the casualties of this whole period is the reputation of the United States system of justice. It's going to take maybe a hundred more episodes of Boston Legal and maybe even bringing back the Defenders to fix that. Hello, welcome to the show. Sometime after sunset, he is on his hands and knees. He is so
searching for his keys at a small Vietnamese place on East From the edge of America, from the home of the homeless, I'm Harry Shearer, welcoming you to this edition of the show. And now, news of the Olympic movement. Produced by Jim Ebersol Jr. Excuse me, Jim Ebersol Jr. Olympic bosses have held crisis talks over a possible boycott of the 2000, 2012 London Games. This, according to the British newspaper, the Sunday Express.